0: Everyone got one. What's your opinion? This is the Room, Tons won't be bit. Ain't no rules, just spill it, and anybody can get it. No limit. We get to kill it. You tuning into the rillers, and no, ain't no stopping. No. Any topic, even the random. We get to so I hope that you
1: ready. We entering in the zone soon. We only grow shit. Welcome to the ramble. No,
2: that's it. That's all I got to say.
0: Yo, what's up, y'all? It's your boy Hilliard Guess. And welcome to the Screenwriters Rant Room, where we keep it straight,
2: mm-hmm.
0: we keep it opinionated, what? and we keep it what one hundred. You should be proud of me. that's, okay. two, times that's in two in a row. row. I'm so
2: good. See, so Christine,
0: good. sometimes we do this, and she don't be saying it with me. I'm off beat, <laughs>
2: or I, I miss a beat, or a step, <laughs> or
0: something goes wrong. So I got it together. <laughs> I'm good. So, Jacket, on this show, we discuss entertainment, TV, film, music, culture. But our focus mainly is screenwriting, stories, mm-hmm. right? Shit like that.
1: Real stuff. We love stories and the crafting of it. And exactly. The just, they're so vital to life. So, mm-hmm. yes.
0: So, you guys hear her voice. That's my girl, Lisa Bolacaja, a.k.a. the Street Nerdess. Yes. It is I. I am <laughs> it, is it is I. <laughs>
2: it is I. It is I.
0: And I am your host, Hilliard Guest. So, um, if you're grown, let's get it in. Buckle up. So, we got a really special show for you guys today. I got... My girl, Christine Owens, from the world-famous Sherwood
3: Oaks, right? College? Yes. Yes. It, yeah. We're changing the name. It was Sherwood Oaks College. We're Ooh. now at Sherwood Oaks Film School. Ooh, nice. I like that. Yeah, that's, that like has much
0: more, much more oomph to it. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> we're
3: looking at expanding beyond just screenwriting, which is what our, our emphasis has been the last like nine okay. years. Nice. Okay. All
0: right, we'll, we'll get into that. So let's let's talk a little bit about you. Okay, where you from? Where you be? Who you is? And all that stuff like that.
3: <laughs> okay, let's see. I grew up in Illinois, all right. and uh, then I moved out west, and I, I go west. Go west, percent. And then I actually spent some time in Silicon Valley, mm-hmm. okay, and uh, Northern and then here, nice, and uh, West Hollywood, and right. the LA area, and a um, little bit in Santa Barbara. And uh, I love it out here.
0: Mm-hmm. You've been on here for a while now. Yeah.
3: Uh-huh. Um, nine years. So. <laughs> <laughs> now, let's talk about how,
0: um, how you made your way over to Sherwood Oaks. And let's talk about what Sherwood Oaks is, like how it became what it became.
3: Well, the, the, the interesting thing is mm-hmm. um, it was founded originally about 40 years ago by Gary Shuset. And he had a vision that traditional school Mm -hmm. wasn't getting people where they want to go. It was just lots and lots of theory, but it wasn't practical. Like, Mm -hmm. this is what I need to know to actually... What people want to see is they want to see people that can work, people that can move, people that can... Mm -hmm that actually can do the job, that right. can do the writing, that can help produce, to mm-hmm. do the producing. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what's so great about Absolutely. you, Hillard, is you just you make things happen, and that's what people want to see. They mm-hmm. don't want to just hear about they the theory behind on. it. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yes. They want hands-on, and they want to see that you're realistic and what you're trying to do. Mm-hmm. So instead of a typical traditional approach, he wanted things that were more creative, things that inspired mm-hmm. people, to get them where they wanted to go because a lot of people would go to school like him and he was bored, mm-hmm. but yet he read all the time. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, he read the LA Times every morning from beginning to end. Really? He would read every trade rag, mm-hmm. the variety, the Hollywood Reporter, mm-hmm. you know, deadline.com. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So he would, Nikki Fink, of course, mm-hmm. and so <laughs> the... The whole thing was that he would look and say, okay, what inspires people? Mm-hmm. So, the, the whole idea behind um, Sherwood Oaks, it started, he was like, oh, should I do Sherman Oaks? Oh, no. And then they, they got like, I think it was the whole Sherwood Forest, oh, where it was it. like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> you just go in and it's kind of an untraditional approach. Mm-hmm. To making things happen. And he used the word experimental, meaning he's constantly looking at getting better. Okay. I like and that. like taking, instead of saying, okay, we need to teach you A, B, and C. Well, maybe we need to teach you E. You know, mm-hmm. we need to get in there and see what else do you need mm-hmm. to be successful? And so it became kind of a win-win. What what are people doing right now in the industry? Mm-hmm. Like, who are they? Let them come in and talk about this is what I've done, this is how I do this is what I look for when I'm hiring somebody, mm-hmm. so that you get an essence of this is what's like it in the real world, sure. instead of just focusing on this is what I think it is, the theory. Right. Well, here's yeah. an
0: interesting thing. I didn't, because I didn't even know, and I, you know, I'm an alumni of Sherwood Oaks College, and I didn't even realize that you guys had been around for that long Oh yeah. until the memorial, which we'll get into later. But I didn't even realize that, because she showed this, um, it was like a documentary. You guys yeah. had, it was beautiful yeah. Yeah. Thank though. Thank you. It should be a full on.
3: Yeah, we've heard movie. we've had yeah, we've heard a lot of people talk about it. Is, it's it's like watching document, like the cockettes. Yeah, oh right. I, oh
0: I, I didn't even know they had that much footage. And the people and you, you can get into this later also, but I was shocked with the amount of superstars mm. who came out of this college. And the people who taught there, Lucille Ball, I mean, yeah. all of the, I was like,
3: what? Yeah, <laughs> the
1: masters of the game yeah. are there. Well, wow.
3: I think what was interesting about, like Gary said, is he mm-hmm. was ruthless as mm-hmm. a pursuer of, you know, wanting to make things happen. And I think he was always trying to inspire people. to the team. Oh, mm-hmm. to
0: the... Oh, to, yes. to the... To the mm-hmm. I, mean, yes.
3: I mean, they, as we were talking about, um, Gary uh, passed, and when he passed... He got the front page of the calendar section of the L.A. Times Mm -hmm. compared to anyone else. You know, you look at, um, you know, a professor who passed away from UCLA, USC. They get two or three paragraphs on page nine, but Mm -hmm. he was the front page. The reason why it was because he followed his dream and not just followed it. He he made it happen. Mm -hmm. And I think it's like it's like Mm -hmm. you, Hillard, you went in and you're like, okay. I'm going to write, I'm going to direct, I'm going to create my own producing mm-hmm. company. You made things happen. Right. We kind of got mm-hmm. you going and then you just, you took it forward. Right. And that's kind of what the whole behind what he was doing is I was like, wow, I had never seen anybody. Mm-hmm. I had gone through all traditional schooling mm-hmm. where um, I went to UC Berkeley um, for my MBA, which mm-hmm. is harder to get into than Harvard. Yeah. So you look at it, and oh, you she's see... smart, y'all. Okay. So, well, I don't know about that, but, <laughs> but, you know, and then I look at someone like him who, mm-hmm. you know, he, he didn't go to specific college, mm-hmm. but he made things happen. And you look at it, I think traditional school can be helpful as a basis, True. but it doesn't, it's just one way. And that's one mm-hmm. thing that he is trying to do. We do the same thing when we invite people in, We invite people that are not teachers, Mm -hmm. but are working professionals, and they can show you, like in a seminar that we have coming up, we have 15 different individuals giving you 15, and with moderators, it will be like 18 Mm -hmm. people, and sometimes more, sometimes like Mm -hmm. 24, Mm -hmm. Um, and they give you different viewpoints on this is how how to make it, and a lot of people are like, but that's... They contradict each other. What's not a contradiction? Mm-hmm. It's just it a works. different path. It's a different Everybody's path. You got it, path. Lisa. Right. Everybody's path. You got it. Yeah,
1: they're doers. And mm-hmm. this is kind of like what Shonda Rhimes was talking about the other, I think one of the commencement speeches she talked about, yeah. people mm-hmm. shouldn't be dreamers, they need to be doers. Absolutely. You that's know? A, that's interesting. Follow I put that on
3: it. the fan, fan page of Sherwood Oaks, the oh, okay. Shonda Rhimes yeah. mm-hmm. I I just saw her earlier this year at an award show, and I think she's... She is an inspiration. But one yeah. of the things she does is she said, and I hear this, you know, she goes, she's realistic. I can't be great at everything. But she she said something that I think really struck home for me is where I can't be the best mother if I'm a great writer because that's what I'm focused on Mm -hmm. so I'm failing at that but then I'll be a great mother you know she'll put your attention where it is and I think but there's also this whole sense of inspiration and working hard and she said I went with something and I didn't just dream about it but I did it Mm -hmm. and part of what that I was so inspired with Gary he just even if people said, "No, you can't do that. No, you can't do that. No," he wouldn't listen to that. Mm-hmm. He wouldn't just say, yes. "Oh, you got to go through all. You know, you got to go through this cycle, and you got to study for this exam." And you said, "No." He's like, "I'm just gonna go ahead and read this, and then apply it. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm gonna just move forward." Right. And and it's he really would get the tena- heads tenacity. Of
0: studios, on, in there, in there to come speak who nobody could reach. And he'd be like, well, I'm just going to find a way to, to do it. I'll just keep calling him. I'll just keep, I and mean, he's, he's polite, reason. and he
3: would, he would tell me, and I've heard this numerous times, um, we have some speakers that will only come to Sherwood Oaks Film School. Yeah. And the reason why is we get a small group. We have it so the students... Aren't what I call desperate, mm-hmm. and they want to learn. And these people realize, oh my goodness, this is fun. I get to meet some great creative people, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and it becomes, as I say, a win-win situation. Yeah, and it's something where it, because the
1: student-instructor of... ratio is very small, yes. very intimate, and you're talking to the people who make things happen, mm-hmm. and they're telling you this is how it really is, mm-hmm. and you're hearing it, and you're not like at a big, you know. Seminar place, yeah, and it's like, oh, exactly. it's like, hey, I can actually walk up and talk to this person. Can I just say this? Sure. My first uh, pitching mm-hmm. session was with Gary. Oh, okay. Like, my first time ever. Hmm. And I was at OBS. Gary's the
2: king
1: of and, pitching. Yes. And OBS, <laughs> yes. Yes. and the organization of Black Screen Gary was always there. Yeah, he mm-hmm. was always coming in yeah, there. Every time mm-hmm. I turn around, there he is. And I was like, who is this person? I remember mm-hmm. the president at the time, I think it was, um, I can't remember who the president was, um, and they said, well, that's Gary Shuset. And I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, well, you know, he works in Hollywood. And I was like, huh, I'm going to have to look him up. And they said, well, you know, that's, that's Ron Shuset's brother. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I knew who that is, mm-hmm. you know, producer of Alien and mm-hmm. Total Recall. And he says, yeah, that's the guy you want to talk to. And I remember he came in and he did a pitch session for OBS. And I was, my first grip, I was so excited and I walked up <laughs> and I said, hello. And I shook his hand and he says, okay, let me hear your pitch. And I said, Hansel and Gretel meet Hellraiser. That was my pitch, y'all. <laughs> from start to finish. Because I thought that's you know you hear it all the so time. You had a tag. It's this meets this, yeah. and I just thought he would get it. And uh-huh. this is what he said to me. He was like, uh, "No, <laughs> um, can't you picture he, that?" Yeah, and, and then with his hands, he was like you don't have a hook. And mm. at the time I was like, what's a hook? What does that mm. mean? He's like, something, you know, you got, if you say that, mm. people are gonna think you're an amateur. No one does, you got, what, what is this, what, you mm. work on it. And I just remember two years ago, uh, I was at WGA and I was teaching, um, I was breaking down a script about Malcolm X mm. and I was talking about some Baga language and Gary came in there and he was in the back watching and I swear to God, I'm almost gonna start crying. He walked up and he says, you're good, give me your card. Mm. And I'm like, Gary, you I'm, me I'm, like, oh, I'm like, Gary, <laughs> I see you every time you come mm-hmm. to OBI. I've given you rides, but Gary, you know, he's like, you're you done. You gotten better, you, mm-hmm. you know, from that time of like 2000 to mm-hmm. nope. You're not doing this to him. Actually, watching me in the back and mm-hmm. then walking wow. up saying, That's great. "Let me, wow. let me have your card." And wow. I was like, "Oh my God, I have like improved. I've become better." Yeah. And I felt like a part of that was my first journey, really, in getting my shit together, mm-hmm. was Gary Shuset. So I'm always gonna love him for that. Mm-hmm. So, and I was <laughs> devastated to finally get passed away. I was in Europe. Mm. I didn't get back until September. Mm -hmm. And wasn't it literally, I swear to God, what, yesterday or two Mm -hmm. days ago? And I was like, and I was thinking about that. Like, you know, I haven't been to a couple of, I haven't seen Gary in a while. And I hadn't even looked at, because you know, he's always, to me, he's always going to be there. Like, Gary's going to be there at the thing. And when you told me, like, literally last night, I had to have a little private cry. I was like, Mm. oh my God. I had been gone the whole summer. They had the memorial. I had no idea mm-hmm. until I have to look online last night. I'm like, "Oh, he has the Hollywood, you know, Forever Cemetery," mm-hmm. and that's where I go anyway for the movies and stuff. Sure. And and I thought, "Oh my God, I can't believe I missed his memorial." The person who sat there and gave me my first Hollywood experience mm-hmm. when he said, "No." <laughs> I think I think one of the things he was saying,
3: one of the things he's saying, is that he was brutally honest. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And what I realized. And even though when I first met him, I have to tell you, I had a similar experience where um, we went through and I pitched him my story and I said, This is what I want to do. He goes, Not commercial. What else do you got? And I, was like, <laughs> I go, Who the? I just looked it up and I was like, Who the hell are you? You know? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, who are you? It to bash my dream. And it's this like, is going to be the number one hit. You don't know what you're talking about. You know? But I, I realized that what he was doing was being honest and he said, you know, some teachers, especially consultants, mm-hmm. he, and you can understand this, people want to hear what we want to hear. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, if... if um. I think when we go with our partner, we're going to go with a partner who's Mm -hmm. supporting us. Mm -hmm. And, you know, from his standpoint is, let's be honest, where are you so you can see where you can need to go? Like with you, Lisa, Mm -hmm. you showed, okay, so I needed to work on this. Mm -hmm. He told you that, then you could reflect back, and then you could progress. Mm -hmm. But it it wasn't, Mm -hmm. I think the one thing that was amazing and I work really hard at this too, is not to ever be mean-spirited.
2: Mm-hmm. And
3: he was always doing it from his heart. Mm-hmm. And I try to do the same thing. And mm-hmm. I, um, one of the things that uh, is near and dear to me is that he taught me that it, it's about coming from the heart and realizing that we're a community mm-hmm. and that everything is a relationship. It doesn't have to be... Um, you know, a brother, sister, a sibling, a family, it doesn't have to be nepotism. Mm-hmm. It can be a relationship where you care about that person. And it's not necessarily like, I got to get my movie made. Because mm-hmm. I think so many of us, when we come here, it's like, I got to get my movie made. Mm-hmm. My-. And then what was a big teaching lesson for me was, it's not necessarily about getting my movie made. It's about being part of the community and caring about someone True. and realizing that if I help them, they're going to help me. Don't we talk and about that all create, the time? You know, and, and mm-hmm. I realize it that I've had so many students mm-hmm. who have done well, like yourself, mm-hmm. come back and, and, and teach and, you know, talk about your successes mm-hmm. And I, I love it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I try to get a student to come back for every class just so they can see. And some of them, um, I know we've had some that have been become really successful. Mm-hmm. Um, you had said back many, many years ago, Celeste uh, Stallone mm-hmm. was a student where he actually... Um, took many, many classes, courses at Sherwood Oaks, wow. and he actually took his course and spoke at the writing class. Mm-hmm. And when he was doing it, people were papooing him too to yeah. the where they're like, who is this guy um, that can't speak English properly mm-hmm. and not realizing that he is a creative genius that he writes mm-hmm. every day mm-hmm. and that what happened to him was a birth defect that caused the problem with the forceps is why he can't speak properly has nothing to do with his intelligence and he's used it to his advantage i didn't even know that mm -hmm. it's part of his brand it's part of his brand Mm -hmm. so he look when you take something that's why i say we bring in so many different types of speakers Mm -hmm. that you get to know because somebody's gonna resonate with you i said not everyone's gonna resonate with you it's impossible right and but the idea is that, you know, so you look at James Cameron, mm-hmm. who started at Sherwood Oaks before he became famous. Wow. Then you look at, um, and he's and he's spoken and, and mm-hmm. taught a class on Titanic. <laughs> um, we're kind of trying to always bring him back. He's so busy right mm-hmm. now um, with Avatar, and every time you turn around, he's What's taken. What's that little
0: movie? I never had that. You know. Yeah, <laughs> I <know> that
3: <laughs> And then. Yeah, um, the Abyss is oh my God,
2: movie. Uh,
3: <laughs> who was it? Um Nancy Myers, oh, who wow, did, okay. uh, and what's what's interesting too, because Gary used to do acting, writing, editing, all these different ones, and what he really focused on was on the writing. And people say, "But I want to be a director, mm-hmm. or I want." And what Gary found was that when you're starting out, the the hardest thing. And the thing that people are always looking for is a great piece of material, a great piece of content. And what it is, is it comes down to something that's relatable, but slightly different or a twist, Mm -hmm. which is what he's talking Mm -hmm. about, a twist where you're like, oh, I didn't see that coming. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that, like you said, when I, when, um... I'm teaching or really I have most of the other people teaching, but Mm -hmm. I I do take aspects of it where I've done some of the pitching like with it. And we look and say, okay, so who's going to watch that movie? Mm -hmm. You know, how is, how can you make it interesting Mm -hmm. and compelling? And maybe a slight twist of the story. And you start to realize it's not just about, oh, well, I want to have this story done Mm -hmm. because you're talking about from a producing standpoint you're talking about having somebody invest a lot of money sure. if if you don't want to invest the money if you want to have someone else invest the money or the time cuz it takes years to get yeah. a movie made mm-hmm. um and nowadays too tv and as you can tell tv and film are becoming interchangeable mm-hmm, actors exactly. are becoming interchangeable um you know i've known brian for brian cranston for a long time mm-hmm. and brian you know Uh, I've also been on the red carpet, a reporter on the red carpet, and when I've done it, it, I remember years ago when no one would speak to Brian. Now Mm. he's like the biggest (laughs) star in the world. Good for you. Excuse
1: me, I'm trying to get
0: over
3: here (laughs) (laughs) too. And I mean, I mean, You're blocking Brad Pitt, bitch. You're blocking him. You know, and it was like everybody was interested in Brad and Angelina, Mm. and I could spend as much time with Brian as... Now, Mm -hmm. Brian, it's like uh, at the last Emmys, I was there, and I couldn't even get to Brian because they had him on a cart wow. and he was being like the king. Good for you, Brian. And I used to watch um, him on TV in the 80s. Okay. And,
1: I mean, he's such a great
2: character He's actor. been around forever.
1: I mean, he can do anything. Drama, mm-hmm. you know, comedy, mm-hmm. anything. Like, anything he's in, I'm going to go watch. But that's like the craft of that character actor. And we want to get him great material definitely. as writers, you know. But hey, Christine, let
0: me, let me ask you. Um, so did you come to... Um, Sherwood Oaks as a, as a student, and then you ended up working for, for Gary, and how did that happen? Well,
3: okay, that was an interesting. Um, without going into a long explanation, sure, sure. I, had, um, I had something um, uh, horrible happen in my life, and mm-hmm. I wrote about it. And mm-hmm. I tell people, I said, when you have something horrible, it's a great form is to write about it. Mm-hmm. But trying to actually turn it into movie Um, has its ups and downs Mm -hmm. and um, when I first met Gary I really he's he he was a creative genius but he wasn't organized Mm. and I could see that um, (laughs) he was actually very disorganized and one of the um, I was a student and I think he saw something in me so he started doing as I call the 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 as they call it, sometimes the pesky Gary, because he Mm. can be quite extreme, like calling, 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 like 42 (laughs) times. And he's very polite about it. I have this... um, (laughs) I have a great story with Robert Redford. Mm -hmm. So over... For a two-year span... Gary called Robert Redford 43 times. Oh, my God. And this is years ago when they had the little pink slips. <laughs> I, you guys don't probably remember what the those hustle. are. Yeah, but there's yeah, like... Yeah. What the hustle happened was, was strong in there. and And it was... Gary was... Gary was extremely diligent. When mo- most of us would give up, mm-hmm. he wouldn't give up. Mm-hmm. And what he... What happened was every two weeks, he would just give a call. And he'd be very polite. Just want to talk to him. This is from uh, Sherwood Oaks. And... Mm-hmm. and all of a sudden, one day he gets this phone call and it's Rob Redford, wow. and he said, "Do you know how many times you call me, Gary?" It was no, he goes, <laughs> forty-three times over the last two years. Wow. So I figured it would be important. Wow. <laughs> and it's <was> just, <laughs> but he was always polite about it. Mm. It was—it's so funny how he took. Some people would be really upset. Last year, and I—I I wanted to almost use this at the memorial. I didn't, mm. but the. Um, he 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 was he showed me a handwritten letter hmm. from Ed Harris,
2: <laughs>
3: and Ed said, and somehow Gary had gotten Ed's home phone number and his <laughs> address. <laughs> Wait, that's didn't, the didn't end. Please for don't call Ed. me no more. Yeah. <laughs> so Ed, said, yeah, that's what he said. <laughs> he, he didn't have his manager, his agent, Lisa. You're right. What Ed said, and he handwrote it, and he said, Gary, I am not interested. In uh, participating in your school as a speaker, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. and he said, "Sign Ed Harris," and he gave the address of his agent. And Gary <laughs> was excited about it. Look, Ed wrote me a, a, a letter, Progress. you know. And, letter. Yeah. and you know, this is not to say that we've had we've had Clint Eastwood, Robert De Niro, you know, Paul Newman, Harrison Ford, Steven Jesus Spielberg. Martin Scorsese. There's he, nobody else. There, I mean, there's just not- pretty much. So it's like he's gotten the majority. Um, and what I thought was uh, fascinating is like, you know, I can't really, um, you know, the pay can't really pay you, but I can introduce you. If you if you start work for me, I can introduce you to sixty celebrities in three months. And I was like, "What?" And I was like, <laughs> "And I." That sounds like Gary did And he did. He did. And it was. It was. It was. Uh, it was funny because the first and he'll he'll bring up stuff and this this is kind of embarrassing. But I know Hillary's like he goes. I want you to tell me the embarrassing stories. So <laughs> yeah, give so, me real. Um, when ah. I first came to Hollywood, I I saw. Um, George Clooney and I was so embarrassed that I didn't know what to say mm-hmm. so I just stood there and he goes you said you really wanted me. and why don't you say oh no I can't say hello <laughs> and throughout the next three months I saw him five or six times to the point where Gary and I had talked to him many times and um well, all of a sudden, Gary walks up to me and he goes, um, "Don't you want to talk to George?" And I goes, "Oh no, no, I've already talked to him." So. He goes, "Wow, that crush went away quickly. It is, it's still. I still love being with George, okay, I have but a crush I'm still on getting it. Too, don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah. He's he's uh, he's a sweet mm-hmm. sweet guy, mm-hmm. and um, he's very lovable. I think there's a picture of him with uh, the the last picture I had with Gary and I. Mm-hmm. Where Gary was really happy was in, um, I think it was January or February 2012, and it mm. was with George. Yeah. So there's um, me, Gary, and George. She just and called it him was, George. Okay, you know? I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm, teasing, I'm teasing. And what's yeah. funny is that I wanted, when I posted Gee. that picture, I was going to, I was had this big debate, should I crop him on a photo? Because mm. I wanted a picture of Gary and me. But then I was like, well, yeah, I should not. leave And then George I was Clooney thinking, <laughs> I was like, photo. I can't. <laughs> I don't really want to post it because it's like, Gary always used to tell me, he goes, I want you to be low-key. Low-key is the, the, the important mm. thing. And, and, um, and then people asked me, they were like, well, how do you, how do you get to meet all these people? And my, my dad always likes to whisper. He goes, Gary. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> Mr. Shuset and so And what was interesting is... Um, you know, his brother is the is the famed writer mm-hmm. for Alien, um, Total Recall Minority Report, yeah. as well as produced it. And he was on the set every day at Alien. Mm-hmm. And I was able to I was able to ask Ron, um, and I knew him as Ronnie, he like all these questions like how did you come up with um you know, from a from a writing standpoint, how did you come up with certain things? Like, especially... Wow,
0: can you imagine with,
3: that? With when... I mean... The, the, That's
0: a book, girl.
3: Oh, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I have some amazing stories, okay. but what was so great was, Bronnie was sitting there, I said, how did you get it where, where the scene, where we thought it was all over,
2: mm-hmm.
3: and Scorny Weaver was in the capsule, and she's coming back in, she's taking, she's undressing, and we're all relaxed, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden the alien starts moving out of the cockpit <laughs> and it's just like, whoa, you know? know? And he said, he said, you know, I would watch movies mm-hmm. from the 30s and 40s and mm-hmm. I would watch them, how they'd scare people and mm-hmm. how they keep things really calm. And this is what he's talking about, That's these twists made. and turns. Mm-hmm. And when I asked, I remember one time I was um, throwing an idea to Morgan Freeman and mm-hmm. I said, Morgan, you know, What do you look for? And he goes, "It's got to have a lot of twists and turns, Mm -hmm. not just a few, a lot." Mm -hmm. And and Mm -hmm. I understand what he means because it's a combination of what you about subtext Mm -hmm. and about you know what's really going on. And I I hate to say this, but it's true. The audience, you need to make the audience think. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. and (sighs) thank you, (laughs) Jesus.
0: (laughs) The audience (laughs) is not dumb. The audience is not dumb. They want
3: to have. They want to have an element where they're like wait a second does this mean this and 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 that's my favorite uh i don't know if you hear my favorite um line that i said in in every single class mm-hmm. which is um show don't tell suggest right. don't show mm-hmm. and that's suggest, something that don't i show. And you say, you S- say that again S- say that again yeah, okay me. show don't tell mm-hmm. suggest don't show
2: oh, I like and
3: that what the idea and people are like oh that's easy no it's the hardest thing <laughs> on the planet mm-hmm. and i'll tell them certain movies when you come to our classes so i'm in, because my my plan is to get you to the next level right. to get you that ability where you know you're going to be able to get your your screenplay option mm-hmm. you're going to get a contact mm-hmm. you're at least or you're going to get the knowledge like we've had some people come back and they'll say, I remember had one um, one student who mm-hmm. was a firefighter wrote stuff from um, Chicago. And he said, you know what? I realize I'm not ready for Hollywood. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go back and do work on different things. So he's going to take more of the contest route, okay. which is a really great idea. And mm-hmm. one of the people that's coming up in our, our class mm-hmm. actually wrote a book on mm-hmm. how to succeed in... Um, through the whole contest and how mm-hmm. to apply and what's the best strategy and to me, see that's just another avenue. Definitely. Like some are like, oh, mm-hmm. I just want to meet an agent. I just want to meet a manager. Well, I'm I'm bringing them, but mm-hmm. a lot of them want to see. Okay, what are you going to bring to the table? Mm-hmm.
2: Exactly.
3: And but with with when you say um, show don't tell, it's what you're doing is demonstrating.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: A visual mm-hmm. again. It, it's a visual medium. Mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. a moving visual medium, and so it's not going to be by words. You don't have to say, for example, if I threw a bottle at you, I never would, Hillard. But <laughs> she if threw I threw one a bottle at <laughs> <laughs> don't tell anyone. <laughs> then, then when I'm when I threw a bottle at you, you'd know I'm angry. I don't mm-hmm. have to say I'm angry with yes, you. And and that's a very basic example. Mm-hmm. But if also... But it's a
0: visual example. It's a visual example, and
3: it's exactly what showing is, Mm -hmm. where right away you get a sense of who that, you know, oh, this person's upset. Mm -hmm. And you can get a sense, too, you can build that into the character, Mm -hmm. too, that this person acts a certain way by, you know, showing certain, you know, um, if they're... I don't know, fidgeting and biting the fingernails, you know, right away, oh, they're nervous. Mm -hmm. You know, while if one person, you know, you could kind of get a sense of somebody from certain actions they do. Traits, Mm -hmm. conduct. Mm -hmm. And that's part of the big show. And then if you can kind of suggest it where you're more subtle. Mm -hmm. I mean, what's interesting is um, what made Clint Eastwood a really great actor Mm -hmm. is he would take a script and get rid of words. And he was one of the few actors that was brave enough mm. to turn around and say, you know what, I'm going to cut back my script, and I'm going to use mm-hmm. a look. And a lot of like acting is a visual, again, visually, and it's a face. It's When you look and you start doing a little directing, you'll realize mm-hmm. what you really want to see are those close-ups. Not all close-ups, so you sure. don't get people that they're just like, oh, my head's spinning, mm-hmm. but it allows you to get a, a view of what is that person thinking? Sure. You know, and you could tell right away. Um, I remember uh, seeing Josie Wales and when he, he was somewhere in, he was, I think he was chewing tobacco. And he was chewing the tobacco and she told him, swallow it and don't spit. And it was <laughs> like, he had this big debate on so his funny. face and he finally like, I think he did in that particular case, like swallow it, or hold it and it was showing her power over him. Mm. But again, it's it's kind of suggesting mm. and then showing
2: mm-hmm. what
3: what's going on. So the more you can kind of hint, and then, of course, um, allowing the audience to use their imagination, oh, such definitely. as, and they do this, um, one of the people that are coming is uh, John Gipton, who's a reality is senior producer on reality shows Mm -hmm. and he says you know what we do is we have two people walk in Mm -hmm. to the bedroom Mm -hmm. together holding hands maybe being a little tipsy and close the door we're right we're thinking Mm -hmm. they're having sex but we don't know Mm -hmm. but we're it's again it's allowing
0: your imagination
3: your imagination to Mm -hmm. take hold Mm -hmm. And a lot of people don't realize, you know, reality TV, as they call it, is really unscripted. But when you uh, when you find out, what it really comes down to mm-hmm. is they want to create a story. Mm-hmm. And so they're going to try to make that story happen to the best of their ability. It's just, as I say, there's um, in a regular TV show, you're going to have 12 writers mm-hmm. and two or three editors. It's going to be flipped, right. where you're going to have two or three writers and 12 editors. You know, it's that, that same sort of flip. Let me, let me ask you a question.
0: <clears throat> Just going back to Sherwood Oaks, this is some great stuff. Loving it, loving it, loving it. Um, let's talk about how Sherwood Oaks works as, as, a, as a place where writers come and, you know, learn. Okay. And because one of the things that I noticed is, one of the things that I've noticed over the years is, I think the first time I went to Sherwood Oaks was maybe 2006 or seven okay. or something. Yeah. And... What I've noticed is you guys are the first group. There's lots of networking groups everywhere. Because you guys kind of are a networking group and a school at the same time. Like right. You guys yeah. are a hybrid of stuff. Right, it's true. However, they were the first group that I'd ever seen. I've been to all of them at that point. Not to name drop any of them, but everybody has seemed to copy. Yeah, that's style. true. That is true. <laughs> they are the Gary's first group. You guys are the first before, group that i would ever yeah. known where usually you go to a panel. Right. Right. Yeah.
3: And... Gary started all that.
0: You go to a panel and the panel's there. They say what they got to say and they get the fuck up and leave. <laughs> Here's what Gary's thing does. Here's what you guys do. That's true. This is the difference. Now, everybody else is trying to copy this shit.
3: I know. I, I, now,
0: they have the panel... And then all of a sudden, there's like seven or eight different tables yeah. or whatever, and there's four or five writers at each table. That's right. And then everybody on the panel comes down for like 20 minutes, 15 minutes, sits and talks to you. So, what do you do? You get to talk to them.
3: Shut up. It's a conversation. Don't you? It's a it's, fucking conversation. It's because our plan is, is we want to create a relationship, and you can't have a relationship where someone's just standing there no. talking. To two to 500 people. Now, mm-hmm. I will say one of the challenges has been from a financial standpoint. Um, the school doesn't make a lot of money mm-hmm. compared... Or it's definitely a nonprofit. Sure. And versus a lot of these other companies, mm-hmm. they're like, they'll get someone in there and... Their thing is, you're buying a ticket, you get to see them, mm-hmm. but you don't get to interact. You don't get to or interact or ask at all. a question. Mm-hmm. And if you do get to ask a question, it's it feels so jaded, because it's a different scenario. I, um, Quentin Tarantino and and Gary Shusett were were close. I used mm-hmm. to call them like two peas in a pod because <laughs> they would, when I'd see them communicating, mm-hmm. they both had the same.
0: Nervous, that jittery, <laughs> the yeah, the
3: yeah. They didn't like. I, they, I said they came out of the same shell because they both have the same hand movements uh-huh. and the same. You know, do you remember what happened in that nineteen forty four movie? You know, and they knew like <laughs> yeah, because Gary was a cinephile
0: too. He knew yeah, his oh, yeah. Both, yeah.
3: I think there's only three: Mar- Marty Scorsese, and. Quentin Tarantino, uh, Gary Shuset. said, and they all used to communicate, <laughs> all three of them, because they just know so much about filming. Mm-hmm. But what was interesting is, one time, Gary grabbed Quentin to come in mm-hmm. and speak, and and he didn't know it wasn't planned, and he grabbed and he walked in and he saw there were seventy people in the room, and Quentin walked out. But yet <laughs> Quentin's come in and he's spoken when he either know he's. He's prepared for the 70. Mm -hmm. Or they don't mind, like, um, if there's 10 people, Mm -hmm. he doesn't mind coming in and talking because it's a different scenario. Mm -hmm. So when you have 10 or 15 or 20 people, it's a lot different of a scenario than when you have 70. And you Mm kind of... Because it's... It's a
1: different energy. They're always, always like, nice,
0: intimate rooms because the very first one... Sorry, the very first one I went to... Um, that's how I got my first manager with sure mm-hmm. guitar, mm-hmm. you know, my first manager I got sitting at the, the table, everybody yeah. was pitching what they're doing. And I was just sitting there going, she ain't interested in nobody. Like just thinking it for a minute. And she said, that's so what do true. you do? Yeah. And I was like, well, fuck it. She, they, she wants to know. Well, boom, boom, boom. And I'm good at pitching myself. Yeah. And she was like, well, give me your card when you're done. And I was like, Oh really? You know what I mean? And next thing you know, I had yeah. myself in my first manager for like a year or two. Wow. So it happens mm-hmm. you know but you're the first place that I've ever seen now I'm seeing over the last few years other networks Yeah, they're trying they're trying to, they're they're trying trying to trying do to it compete, but they can't yeah. get the people you guys yeah. can get mm-hmm. yeah that's and i thing. think it's
3: it's one of the things that Gary did was 5 to 6 days a week he would go out and go to events and shake people's hands mm-hmm. and do the the face to face and it is it's time consuming mm-hmm. and one of the things that he gave up and i think that it's it's sort of true because short oaks and seeing people progress mm-hmm. was his love. It was his baby. It was you know, to see you grow up and or grow up or grow up and and succeed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That and you, Lisa, right. that for him that was that was his children, he didn't have time for a family. And I think one of the things I think Chandra talked about, that mm-hmm. again, it's like it's you can't, if you give it your all, which he did, and he gave it, it all mm-hmm. his all, and people were like, oh, but he's not rich. But in his mind, it was he's rich with the students that he's given the love, mm-hmm. and he's seen them succeed. And right. that's something, uh, you know, I was telling you earlier, it was... Um, I was used to being competitive. Mm. And one thing that he taught me is he's like, you you gotta realize that when someone else succeeds, find joy in that. Find joy oh my that in and, okay. and, and it was for me it was a it was in a way it was a learning experience mm. because um especially in Silicon Valley where you saw mm. I was number one, number one, number one mm. and more um cutthroat and mm-hmm. people say Hollywood is cutthroat mm-hmm. but when you get down so to the it business world, look. Mm-hmm. yeah the business mm-hmm. world but what but what you get down to it it really isn't because there's people that when you show that you care about them mm-hmm. and you're there to help and the other thing he taught me was and I think it's really important and a lot of people don't realize is respect people's time hmm Mm -hmm. And although he'd ask, he was respectful. He didn't take too much time, and he made it enjoyable for them Mm -hmm. and comfortable. And people don't mind spending a little bit of time.
2: Mm -hmm. Sure.
3: If they know that they, like you said, they'll get a potentially, um, they're -hmm. always looking for talent, they're always looking for, they just don't want to waste their time or be berated Mm -hmm. or whatnot. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it's it's challenging because every once in a while students – you know, out of their excitement, they'll start calling, calling. That's not how it is. It. Mm-hmm. When, when he'd do the call, it would be very, very respectful. Sure. Oh, do you have time? And it wasn't just about him. Mm-hmm. It was to be given to the school. Let, let
0: me ask you a question. How did you guys, because <clears throat> most times when you go to a panel, as you know, or to an event, it's usually like, okay, everybody, such and such is coming today, but please do not offer them your cards, don't give them your headshots, don't do all that. There's is different. Yeah. The whole point is to meet them and exchange cards and etc. How do you guys convince those high ranking people, you know, some showrunners or whatever, that these yeah, young we've writers had, we've how had do we have to deal of, with that? We've
3: had a head of every single studio come, mm-hmm. including, um, you know, Universal, Warner Brothers, so many. Because
0: Gary almost like he didn't even want them to come if you're not going to let them. You know, take the cards and exchange the scene. Well,
3: you know, here's one of the one of the things that we've and I've I've gone through too is um, that it's again building a sense of trust Mm -hmm. and community. And the other thing is, and this is what I tell people is, let they they're looking, everybody's looking for an interesting twist. Sure. And if you can bring that forward and they haven't seen something so we have what's you can look on our website um under the resource of sherwood oaks film school Mm -hmm. you'll see there is um it's it's called the one sheet which is what gary invented like about 16 years ago or 17 18 years ago Mm -hmm. and what that was was instead of doing a long script which scripts are about 100 to 120 pages Mm -hmm. What the one sheet was, it was a synopsis, so a summary of about 20 words of what your screenplay is about, mm-hmm. along with contact information, and if you right. some sort of credential, like if you want a contest, mm-hmm. nickels, etc. And we could almost spend a time just talking about what contests are good and how mm-hmm. to improve your credibility. Right. But the essence was that a one sheet is something that people wouldn't mind getting. Mm -hmm. As long as there wasn't a sense of, you know, well, how do I say this? Avoiding the whole litigation pitfalls. Because really what in essence happens is people will say this, oh, I have the best idea in the world and I don't want to tell anyone. Well, ideas are a dime a dozen Mm -hmm. because it's the whole idea of trying, one, trying to actually write that and make it work and i'll sure. tell you someone can have a really great I- idea and then you're like what the heck just <laughs> happened what did you do you turned it into a turd the execution I mean, did know, not, yeah, no, not or, sure. you know just match up with the idea yeah. and and so what they're looking at is they'll look at an idea and we've had um we've had uh somebody from Johnny Depp's company come, mm-hmm. uh, the president, and, and they optioned a whole bunch of art. And what they did is they did ask for a release before they read their mm-hmm. screenplay, okay. but they would look at it, and what I told people, they were like, oh, they're going to steal my day." I said, look, they're a studio or even a producer, and if they like something and they like you, they would rather deal with
2: you, deal with you <laughs> and, and
3: pay you a small amount of mm-hmm. money Than having to steal, if they could find something. Mm -hmm. But they're always going to be looking is, is this person fun? You know, as I say, somebody asked me, I was on um, a radio show about, I think, seven or eight years ago. Mm -hmm. And he asked me, and it was right off the top of my head, what are the things that you need to be successful? And I came up with this um, pleasant patient and persistent i call it three p's and i just sort of made it up but Uh it's sort of Uh and people will say to me well how can you be pleasant and persistent and patient because they all seem like they Mm -hmm. sort of um but if you think about everybody
0: you know who is they have Uh, some of that that's interesting you know and
3: it's it's sort of like how can you be Pleasant, because you can be still persistent, like Gary was with Rob Reffner. He wasn't angry, wasn't upset, mm-hmm. and some people have okay. has said no, but majority come, mm-hmm. and sometimes it'll take um, Brian Sher, who repped um, Kevin Bish from Hitch. Mm-hmm. He's come and he only comes to Sherwood Oaks events, and it took seven years for Gary wow. to convince him to come and is that's he the, one the who persistent spoke? he's At spoken the
0: there was some big agent or manager somebody who spoke who was like yeah. he hounded yeah. me for years and yeah. i finally came and came. he's the only thing i can't remember there was yeah. one guy there's there's
3: and there and the reason why is he's very very persistent mm-hmm. and patient because he waited mm-hmm. seven years and he's like he'll say would you like to come speak well i can't do it right now um Okay, we'll catch you next time. And that's what I mean Mm -hmm. about being pleasant. And then he does call again. Mm -hmm. And it's hard because a lot of us, you know, we get discouraged. We give up. And that's something Gary never, ever did. And Mm -hmm. I think that's something we can all learn from Mm -hmm. is he, I I used to tell him, I said, you know, you would do great (laughs) in sales. Because he just never, ever gave up. He would always just stay. He said, you know. When, when I would get discouraged about things, he's like, just get in there and make that call because you just keep going <laughs> oh, and you man. see those people that are getting there, getting there, and they're like, nobody liked my script. like. And I remember we had one producer there and he made a low-budget film and it went well. Mm-hmm. And those, those are tougher because of the distribution, getting True. out there in the, and being um, seen, yeah. the mm-hmm. being seen. How do you get out there? And he said that he kept... And I thought this could, he kept a hundred no letters, really? and he fi- until he finally got to yes. And so I think part of it is this whole sense, and that's something that I used I think to keep of, them. <laughs> yeah. I th- it, I kept. I think the sense of persistence mm-hmm. is there. I, I I used to keep Now I scan them and then toss them. So I kept them <laughs> electronically.
2: but She's
0: I'm trying to save of, the, the rainforest
2: Look at like, <laughs> now. Yeah. I'm,
3: I'm now like I, I keep my own if I want to really see it. But I'm, I'm trying <laughs> I, to organize I, my I life. Could,
1: I could kick myself now if I would have kept mm. faxing Frank Darabont. Well, maybe. From the moment I met him, <laughs> uh, I think it, what was it—the screen, uh, creative screenwriting's, the screenplay conference. What was it? Well, you know they're going to do
0: re- they're redoing Project
1: Greenlight. Are know, they so. really? It's like uh, he gave me his. Car. I remember I mm-hmm. got up. I, I don't have to tell the story, but it was one of those moments <laughs> where I was at, I was in a big room when I should have been at Sher <laughs> Oaks, mm. and it was Frank Darabont was on mm-hmm. the stage, and this was years ago, and he said he was going to make um, Stephen King's The Mist. Mm. And I had been like, since eighth grade, Mm -hmm. I had been thinking one day when I first, I'm going to (laughs) meet Stephen King and I'm going to get the option and I'm going to film The Mist. I got the set. I'm ready. Kids not, in a room Mm. with hundreds of people. Way to go. Go, go. Go, go, go. Somebody said, what's the next project? Oh, I just optioned Stephen King's, I got up. Wow. And I started leaving. My feelings were so hurt Mm -hmm. because I'm like, Frank Darabont's got it. (laughs) I'm not going to be able to get that mm-hmm. pitching. I got up and Frank Darabont said, where are you going? Yeah. <laughs> in the middle of the room. <laughs> I was so embarrassed because I was like, see, it's not like I could just tip out. I was one of the few black faces in there. So it was kind of <laughs> obvious. Like, where's she going? <laughs> and my feeling, and I said, I'm just going to the restroom at 11. And then I came back and I, when I said, you know what? I should just go up and ask him. I remember walking up to him mm. and saying, can I just buy the option from you? And he says, "Uh, no. (laughs) And I said, well, can I just get your card and maybe you come be a production assistant and work when you do make the movie? He says, talk to my person. Here's my card. Mm -hmm. I used to fax him like once every couple of months to say, Mm -hmm. hey, it's me, blah, blah, blah. And I think after a while, a couple months, I know know I'm dating myself, but that's what we had back in the days of faxing. You know,
3: I I still fax. But I gave up though. Like if I would
1: have kept faxing, but it was like one of those things. and, And now when I look back, I think to myself, I should have just, cause I think what it was, I got embarrassed about mm-hmm. it. Like he gave me his car. Like basically here's my assistant. She gave me the car. Here's my con, here's my fax number. And I remember I was faxing him saying, mm-hmm. Hey, I'm just touching bases. I'm still <laughs> working on my screenplays. I'm doing this. And I think after a while I just thought, I am just being a pest. i I'm not going to fax him. Because mm-hmm. it's not... It's And then I heard in the trays that he was going to write the Indiana Jones script back in that day. Mm-hmm. And I thought, he's never going to. Because he told me it's going to be like six or seven years. I thought, I can hold on. I can do this. <laughs> Chad, I gave up after like three months of fax. I'm like, this is not going to happen. Yeah. And then a few years later, he did make the movie. And now I look back and I thought... I if like that I if <laughs> I just <well, laughs> been persistent and just and not get over the fear of being embarrassed, mm-hmm. I yeah. wasn't being unpleasant. Sure. I was being present. Right. It's pleasant, like, hey, I hope persistent. everything's going well. You know, I really appreciate right. you taking the time. Hey, I hope and, that, and well, that was it.
3: Also, finding ways to be helpful. Yeah, it is, and finding things that they enjoy. Like, is it you know, is it chocolate? Is it flowers? Is it something? Mm-hmm. And what was um, Dang it. And what, I would have sent us some edible
1: arrangements. There you go.
3: And, and, <laughs> I mean, one of one of my um, buddies, AC Lyles, who is a, a producer, mm-hmm. um, and he unfortunately um, uh, passed last year. And he was he was incredible. He spent when at age fifteen, he wrote a letter every Sunday, hand wrote a letter every Sunday oh to. The head of, the president of, um, of Paramount. Okay, and wow. and he said, I want to help you. I want to help you. He got a job as the president's errand boy. And <laughs> then, now A.C. Lyles has, he has a, um, a building named after him in, oh in, gosh, uh, wow, in, in Paramount Lawn. Dear so, Mr. President, so the, the, I am right You know, you. so oh it's, gosh. it's, you know, again, it's, more of allowing that person to get a sense of who you are Mm -hmm. over the period of time and people get
0: curious eventually they Mm -hmm. get curious because
3: they look what was interesting is that you say this is after um george clooney had seen me a few times Mm -hmm. he actually walked up to me and i didn't know a lot of times you're surrounded by a lot of people. Mm-hmm. So when he walked up to me and he said, hey, how's it going? I thought he was talking to someone else. So I looked to the right. There's no one there. And I looked to the right, <laughs> I said, there's no one there. And I'm looking She's around
0: like, and I'm he's like, so going, he's, he's so dreamy. And I go, and I go <laughs> oh my God,
3: he's talking to me. me. And, <laughs> and it's, it's uh, because there's a sense of curiosity mm-hmm. when you start treating them like they're respectful of who they are and and as a person and you're just kind of curious as to who and then they're curious Mm -hmm. and it's not like um as I said you know the 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 kiss of death is um can you can you Mm -hmm. you know when someone starts out can you write this for me can you you know can you read this script for me Mm -hmm. and I would make jokes where I'd go to a student and I'd start putting a script in front of their face and say, Read this phrase. and they were like, Oh my god, that's scary And I said, Well now you see they're they're humans too, right, you know? Right. And they have um one of my friends said that he was at John Travolta's house and they said, Hey, you have a script and he said, Yeah, put it on the coffee table and <laughs> it was a pile high of like twenty five scripts wow. he has to read. So and part of the challenge is, you know, getting through. So that's why we started this you know, log line and kind of a a synopsis or summary which we refer to a one sheet and now mm-hmm. everyone's doing it. Yeah, mm-hmm. that but little leave
0: behind. Could you go to, could you guys also start a little, like your little pitch fest also sort of. Yeah. What do you mm-hmm. call that? Uh,
3: well, we had, it's, it was just Sherwood Oaks pitching okay. but we've also had pitching tables mm-hmm. where, again, we've done it on the Because they invited scale. me to come mm-hmm. to one of them. Oh yeah, so, that yeah. was, that mm-hmm. was, uh, I think two years ago, mm-hmm. yeah. So, we've had, that we've, the one thing that I found the most effective is the, the smaller group where you get a sense. And over the period of time, as I say, try to figure out who's going to resonate with you. Mm-hmm. But the other thing is instead of someone getting a sense of right away, oh, this, is gonna, this person's going to rep me, which mm-hmm. happens, or this person's going to option my script. Get some insight, and these people are, are telling you this is how it really works. And so many other places they don't open up, they're just mm-hmm. like, Oh, this you got to know this, you got to know that. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, you can get that. They don't from get a book. to the how,
1: right? Yeah, just, you know, do exactly. I did this, I did this. Right, this right, is thank how you. I did it works,
3: yes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And I think, um, what we try to do is create more of a you know, speaking from the heart, mm-hmm. you know, where that they feel comfortable too. And, um, we've never had. Um, not going with it, any kind of litigation issues mm-hmm. between anybody, so I think their their sense is that I mean there's some people that that are not open to it, mm-hmm. but i'd say a majority are because they're looking for yeah. everybody's looking for the next big thing, the next interesting thing right
1: mm-hmm. I almost feel like um Charlotte Oaks kind of creates almost like an internship, like an instant internship right there and you know with the intimacy like i said the the lower numbers you actually being able to talk somebody I mean, who does this for a living conversation and might be able to you know like you said if you resonate with people and do that and i think that it's so rare and i just love the three p's mm-hmm.
2: well, one
0: <laughs> because of it the, goes a long way one of the other things you guys did that you invited me to last year unfortunately i think it was the day that he passed and he was in the hospital I came. You yeah, guys had... there was on yeah. that Friday. <clears throat> and um, it was a big... Like, like here we are in my office and my big round table. is a big round yeah. table with all the writers where the guests come and just sit at the table and talk to you. They talk about their story, but it's much more of an open...
3: Conversation.
0: Yeah. Right? You know, there's a mediator. Moderator. I always say mediator. Moder- there was a, there's a moderator, but it still is open to them. Then It's not like you're just sitting there the whole time listening to your story. Right. You know, they could jump in and ask you questions or whatever. And I remember... I gave everybody my secret that I tell everybody on how to get into the writer's guild, <laughs> you know, and everybody was like, "What?" <laughs> you know, so I give everybody, you know, my, which I've done many times here. And um, um, so if you ever need me to come back, I'm, I'm cool for that. No, I um, love it. Anyway, uh, but yeah, I wanted to have you on to talk about what you guys do over there. And um, so people
3: can learn about what you guys. Well, we're what, so what's, proud what's of We're proud of you. What well, you've done. You. Oh, and so Lisa, nice. too. Thank you. I mean it's it's so great to see um like recent alumni mm-hmm. do so well mm-hmm. and where they're you know they're they're moving to the next level and making mm-hmm. things happen whether it's um you know films or writing credits or just you know making a movie mm-hmm. and getting it into you know um contests. Right. Sure. I mean, we've had again i and sometimes i've actually even um personally funded some of the student movies mm-hmm. where it's like or it contributed some right, of right. and uh, it's it's exciting to see them all you know getting in there and making things happen, mm-hmm. and especially I think what's so great about Sherwood Oaks is when you get that sense before you spend a lot of time and energy, so mm-hmm. we 've gotten a combination the ones who are already been successful and they they already have writing credits under them they're looking for their next
2: mm-hmm. their
3: next project right or they let's say their um, their manager agent aren't with them anymore they're looking for a new representation or something so we're ha we have that sense of mm-hmm. that but they get that insight so mm-hmm. they don't waste time mm-hmm. because a lot of well, time in circles like, you know <laughs> yeah you run in circles and they get frustrated Cause they don't know. Like they're
1: trying to teach guys. are trying to have, The door is right here. Just come. No, right. Okay. Right. <laughs> no. There you go. Lisa. The door Why is right here. Go, 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 go. Why? Okay. <laughs> this is the second time you come. You know, I'm just gonna sit here and wait for you. <laughs> so go ahead, you go. I think that's what I think that's what uh, Gary's legacy is. They each one teach one. Mm-hmm. Because there is like like literally, he would come to the meetings or different events. I would see him at. Mm-hmm. He would get up there on the mic. Hey, we're doing this, this, and this. Come see us. Very mm-hmm. pleasant. Mm-hmm. He'd have his flyers ready. If you're ready to do this, come do this. And I've had people who've done that. He's like, oh my God, That's I'm so glad I, I did that. Him. It's like, I'm so glad I did that. Yeah. Because I, cause it was like, you have to do this because you're not with a bunch of people in the room. And they just seem like they really want to talk to you. And, and, and you're getting some real information. Because yeah, I'm
0: going to tell you, I had been at that point to... I think I was freshly at OBS, and it was one of the first things that I saw, mm-hmm. and, but I had already been going to the other networking events right. everywhere, right. and I was kind of done. right. And then Gary came in and I went, but that sounds different. You know what? It was, it was, it was very cheap. Mm-hmm. And I remember here's the other thing. They, it was uh, one of the years when you guys did I'm sure you still do it when you go on the lot?
3: Yeah. They take our studio lot. 10 of us
0: on the lot to sit in the room. <laughs> with the head of this and the head of that and then, I mean, uh, uh, what's the name? Uh, I remember we went to Disney, I went to Sony, I went to a couple right. different places. Yep. I mean, just you and them. Yep, yep, yep. Where, yeah. where, I mean, Where, where dude, else are you gonna,
1: where else are you going to get that? Nobody. Because you know? I think that's going to be the legacy. And then you go
0: to lunch with them and right, you can sit at the table. Right. I mean, it's,
3: because
1: that's the legacy I would like to see continue mm-hmm. with Sherwood Oaks, because of what Gary has tried to like. I mean,
3: how many years now? Forty something. Yeah. Oh my god. Years. You know, and, and since uh, seventy four. Yeah, and just wow.
1: and just from someone who just had a love of movies. God, mm-hmm. let me tell you something. If you love movies, you're gonna watch every single movie. You're gonna be a cinephile for mm-hmm. real. Mm-hmm. And for someone who just loves movies, and it's like, you know what? I want to help somebody else. Because very simply, you know, you, a lot of times I would be like Gary, how come you just won't just go do your own thing? It's like mm-hmm. the, I just want to make sure people get access to stuff. That was the one thing I remember him yeah. saying I would ask him like how
3: come that's one of our taglines yeah. is access to Hollywood yeah. it's like how come you just
1: not going think... to you know Gary, just get these people I mean <laughs> you know I remember one time I was teaching something and they said oh you know he's gonna uh do really quickly do a thing and I remember I got a chance to talk to him afterwards where he was leaving and I was just like how come you don't just mm-hmm. don't you get tired like I, I got to the point where you know we've been teaching and trying to instruct people and beginning writers like do this and you could just see that people were not taking that information and mm-hmm. doing anything with it. Mm-hmm. It's like, we're, we're trying to give you once again, here's the door. Mm-hmm. I need you to come over here. Mm-hmm. No, don't back up. Come over yeah, here. It would, when and Gary I, was just like, I just want to get people there. I, mm-hmm. I'm happy doing that.
3: Well, the, the, as I tell people, I said just for a day or two or three days, you know, you're, you're not talking like a huge investment. And one of the things I've, I was looking at a comparison of like, okay, we're, you know, now we all look in and say, "Well, where do we spend our money? Where do we spend our time?" Mm-hmm. And I think getting skills by online is great, mm-hmm. um, but when it comes to really gaining that insight and the resonance of who you are, and I, you know, as you see, like good in a room, that kind of thing, mm-hmm. you get that sense when you're live. So once you have the skill set, like, oh, I know how to write. I know I've learned the basics for directing. You know, you can learn that from extension programs at UCLA. There's, sure. there, but when it comes to getting an essence of now I want to take it to the next level or I want to find out more. And, I, I mean, what's a day or two of your life mm-hmm. when we start doing comparisons and I've had students from that graduated from UCLA, USC, that say they learn more in one semester than... I mean, in three days than they learned in a whole year or in a whole semester. It's it's access.
0: Where else do you... Not just sitting in a room. You are there. I mean, you guys show us around the lot. You guys do all that. I mean, if you've never done it before, it's like, holy shit, I'm on the lot. Mm -hmm. We've
3: we've also brought uh, students to award shows to meet celebrities. Mm -hmm. And I think they just... Are tickled pink, mm-hmm. where they get access to something they 've never right. had before, sure. and it 's kind of like a once in a lifetime opportunity, but I think, like I said, the whole thing that i 've seen when you get live you 're just going to grasp so much more we 're mm-hmm. visual people, but we 're also interacting, and when you see them interact, how they the nuances mm-hmm. don 't come across when it 's just online sure. or and, you know, instead of spending two years getting a master's degree mm-hmm. or four years getting an undergraduate, what I've seen now is get the skill set and go to seminars that take you where – and then do it, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know. And, and that seems to be more practical and also doing um, – we encourage people to do internships right. where I say, you know, be helpful to someone. Mm-hmm. Find You know, whatever it takes, I think um, – Recently at one of the conferences, um, and I've heard other people say this, but even Seth Rogan said, well, what I first did was I was hanging around uh, Judd Apatow's office, and Mm. if he needed coffee or whatever he needed, I was there. Mm. And then he you know, said, he you, know, right okay, okay. you know, he, he said, it, it, and, and part of it is, like I said, it's about being helpful, sure. being entertaining, and, and being respectful of their time.
1: Mm-hmm. It's the same thing that when we had um, Barry Floyd on our show. Mm-hmm. And he was talking about, yeah, I was just pleasant. I made sure I, you know, people liked having me around.
0: He's one of the stars on a show called The Game on B.
1: Hey, Barry, Hi. shout out to you. What's up, but Barry? but <laughs> that, that kind of attitude, like that was like proof. Like he's right. like, I'm in the room, and mm-hmm. hey, when I needed something or someone thought about it, yeah, they knew that he was pleasant. They mm-hmm. liked him. He got the job done. Yeah, call that guy. Mm-hmm. You know, so it seems well, to be a persistent thing. It, I'm hearing it, from it, guys. it
3: is. It is true because. Um, and also, too, when people start to see you over a long period of time, mm-hmm. they gain a sense of trust of who you are and that you're respectful, you're reliable, you're responsible. Sure. And they were going to start asking. I mean, um, I remember one time I had, uh, David Milch had come many times to Short Oaks and he's known for being the, the creative producer and the showrunner mm-hmm. for Deadwood and New York um, Blues. And he's he's a phenomenal writer mm-hmm. and um we are sitting one day and i remember he turned to me and he's like he goes I- i'd like to read your writing and wow. i think it was <laughs> The and I'm I'm still nervous. I haven't tried to make because I'm nervous. I'll be honest. I'm nervous. But but the concept was I wasn't asking him. Mm-hmm. He was asking me.
0: So he got curious and too. Okay, because yeah. feel, like you said, it's mm-hmm. this curiosity.
3: Because uh-huh. it's like, well, who are you? Wait a second. What's your story? Because they start to realize that you're you're not you're reliable. Mm-hmm. And they've seen it over a long period of time. It's not just one; it's over years. And I'm like, wow, she's reliable, responsible. She's intelligent. She's not shoving things down her throat. Wait, who is she? What does she have? Maybe she has something that I didn't know. And Mm -hmm. it's somebody that you know they. um,
0: And see, I think that's why you've had the longevity that you've had. With with um with this with the with the it's, film school I'm gonna call yeah, it now. Sure it yeah. Is. Yeah. <laughs> nice but the film school is because the, you said that Gary said to keep a low key or something to that nature, and because most people would be like, oh, I'm in a room with this person." Wait, as soon as they leave, I'm, I'm gonna, gonna be, I'm be starting on mean? these people up. So that here. is uh-huh. a real uh-huh. discipline. for you to be in the room with people who could change your life or put you on staff or sell your, you
3: he's, I think somebody was saying something once and he's like, he goes, what are you talking about? She's met like 600 celebrities. (laughs) And, and I think there's only like very few that are on uh, my Facebook. Mm -hmm. And um, I put more on the Sherwood Oaks Facebook. Mm -hmm. And I think one of the things is that it's, you know, it, when you start to see some of the people that are famous, like when I've spent time with Paul Haggis and I've had a conversation with Steven Spielberg, he's very modern, mm-hmm. uh, and modest. Excuse me. And and so w- same thing with Clint Eastwood. Mm-hmm. You know, um, they all have those three P's it, that just, she said. You know, <laughs> he what? Um, I remember one time I saw a Clint, and I said, you know, you just keep getting better. Mm-hmm. And you know, his stuff is not always the most commercial Mm -hmm. but it's phenomenal i tell people Mm -hmm. i said you want to learn how to direct um watch what he does Mm -hmm. because he is phenomenal Mm -hmm. and he just keeps getting better and better in his whole direction stuff and and when i told him i said you just keep getting better and he goes that's very kind of you Mm -hmm. to say and that's what he did you know he put his hand back and that's what i mean he's that's what that's who people want to work with Mm -hmm. they're going to resonate Mm -hmm. i mean when you said let's get together there's a sense of community Mm there's a sense of friendship Mm -hmm. you know that you feel comfortable Mm
0: -hmm. well let me tell you because i'm somebody i don't forget like i said i always tell everybody whenever gary used to come and i got up because lisa and i both teach at obs also i would get up after gary talked and i'd be like okay i'm telling you guys I got my first manager. Y'all need to go to show her notes. Mm-hmm. The other point is, every time I send you anything, she hits me back just like Screenplay Festival. Right. Do you want me to promote this for you? She always does. Instead of me asking her, she always asks me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I don't forget. Mm-hmm. You know right. That's what it is for and me. And
3: I think, yeah, it's, it's basically creating a win-win relationship. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. we try to do the same thing with the Hollywood professionals that come. It's like, I want to make sure that they're comfortable... They get a sense mm-hmm. that they're, you know, having an enjoyable time that they are, you know, they, they hopefully will find sure. some new material that they'll like mm-hmm. and that they'll, like you said, people we've had, um, our students get repped, um, by agents and managers mm-hmm. that have come in our, our big pres- agents and managers in <laughs> our, our, um, yeah, we had the top, I think the top. Uh, screenwriting agent mm. last uh, just just recently a well, you just ago, had a big
0: ma- managers and agents it, panel correct. Was it April yeah. or
3: something no in uh, February March February. Yeah. Okay. and what was what people were kind of blown away it's mm. like every single top movie he wrapped the writer so they were just like wow we're in the room and there's only there's only like 18 people okay. in the room so um. But he also said, "This is what I'm looking for." Bam, 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 and and some of them were like going, "Wow, he's he, and he's not that he's trying to be again mean." It's it's reality. It's it like is. this is what you need in order to be successful. Exactly. I mean, some of the people I, I have, I I do have to admit, one uh, or two scary stories is where at once one person every two years, mm-hmm. once one out of one student out of many mm-hmm. hundreds, um will come up to me after they're over and say, I don't want to be in this industry. Because really? I just realized that I got to wow. devote a lot of time and energy. because I <laughs> oh, think you mean invest in yourself? <laughs> yeah, invest in it. Because they're like, well, I thought <laughs> I could the just... Craft they're, they're, like, they're like, well, I just thought I could throw an idea and someone would do all it the work. It would stick to the wall would, so and the it. limit will be there. Well, I, I always tell. They're, they're, I get... It's so funny where so many people are looking for an agent manager mm-hmm. and they're and depending upon what it is um an agent gets ten percent and sometimes a manager can get fifteen to twenty percent mm-hmm. but what that means is Guess what? You're getting 90% <laughs> or 80%. And so exactly. guess who should be doing 80 to 90% <laughs> exactly. of the work? And they're looking at me, and they're like, well, they want to do 10% of the work. Let, like, the manager rewrite, rewrite, do all the stuff. <laughs> and then they're like, oh, and I get 90 for, or 80% of the pay. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, why do you think they say no? And they're shaking their head because <laughs> I said, "Would you want that?" And they're like, "No." And I said, "Well, then, why do you think they would want it?" Oh so gosh. it's, it's. I think it, it's starting people to realize that they have to invest, mm-hmm. and they're the, the producer, agent, manager, director, whoever is with them and and is working with them mm-hmm. is going to invest their time and also invest their reputation exactly. on that person. So they're going to ask the same thing back of that person. It's like, you know, put the time and energy. And mm-hmm. it's not just what they'll do is they'll read something and they'll say, oh, oh, like, I heard this person sold this script for a million dollars, not realizing <laughs> how hard, you know. Uh, um, his name
0: said John August on it. That's why. <laughs> right.
3: it well, Ron said when he sold a million dollar screenplay he worked on it for 10 years. Mm. You know, it's not like, oh, he did this. Mm-hmm. You know, when you start to divide it up, it's like cuz they just think, "Oh, you just do so." No, it took a long oh, long I time. I remember sure. Frank and Nairbot a lot of effort. saying
1: and that thing like, "Yeah, I've been doing this for 20 and I'm just I'm they call me an overnight success, but it's taken <laughs> 20 years." And i was like, "Oh, and you stole my movie." <laughs>
3: well, it, we had we had David Seidler come in to talk in, mm-hmm. in a couple years ago and he won um, you know, an Oscar for best screenwriting, and sure. he was seventy one mm. and you know he he had worked on that for fifteen Jeez. years and so it takes time you know I tell people it 's like it it 's going to take time, and that 's where I said, if you have another skill mm-hmm. that you can work on while you 're doing this, you know mm, often better
2: damn it. you know <laughs> you know do you know right. it is
3: if you have something like we 've had it where um I've had attorneys because they know how to write mm-hmm. and they'll work their own shop where they'll work three days a week as a lawyer okay. and they'll spend two days a week as mm-hmm. a writer. Mm-hmm. And I've had um, anywhere from, let's see, uh, dental hygienists, people that are more nurses mm-hmm. because they can make pretty good money and they, have, they can set their own schedule sure. and then they'll spend two or three days writing and mm-hmm. making their own films. I have a
1: friend like that right now works in the medical um, profession and puts the schedule together and makes it so that he has time to write. Maybe he works three <laughs> or four <laughs> days out of the week, and right. the rest of the time is writing mm-hmm. and getting the work done mm-hmm. and making a commitment to do that. And that might mean, hey, you know what? You might have to work a job that, you know, might not be the best job in the world in terms of, like, you know, you what stung- your dreams are. Yeah, like, you know, it's not going to get you that BMW, but you know what? That Toyota. It's going sure. to be fantastic, and you're going to get some writing done and live that <laughs> lifestyle, you know, live a little, little less so mm-hmm. that you can get more later and put in the time. So many people don't want to do but it. But also, I mean, too, it's not,
3: it's not just, the other thing is, and, and this is, I think, true for Gary, it wasn't about money. It was about the love of movies and the love of the craft and doing mm-hmm. what you love. And it's like, okay, so I'm going to give up, some income because i love to do Mm -hmm. what i'm doing and it's not like well i just got to sell a million dollar script then Mm -hmm. it's the wrong place to be Mm -hmm. but if it's like well i really want to see i mean what what's so great about is you were talking about earlier why why are we doing this well movies move people they Mm do you know and it's they get to the heart of people Mm -hmm. you can really inform them Mm -hmm. i mean you see now how things are with the with social media the way it is nowadays, mm-hmm. we, it, it's changing how people live throughout the whole world and how mm-hmm. we're becoming more and more of a community. And I tell people, I said, the skills you learn in what, at Sherwood Oaks, mm-hmm. even a lot of those skills are transferable sure. into other areas because what you're doing is we're showing you how to communicate. Mm-hmm. Um, we're showing you what works in just society in large, you know, when you're working in any kind of a, a company, like this, one woman ca- came up to me just a couple months ago. She goes, you know, the things that you discuss and how you talk about, like even you know, uh, patient, pleasant, mm-hmm. persistent. She goes, you can use that. That's almost transferable. Mm-hmm. Your skills you use it. Are is, using, it is so is it's like it, it is transferable. Yeah. And she said, what you do and what the people come in here. Although it, it is directly related to film and TV, mm-hmm. you can take everything. That you teach mm-hmm. and have that transferred into anybody's life mm-hmm. and be beneficial, that's and that's fine. why I tell people. I said even if you're just curious mm-hmm. as to what it's like, you should come because mm-hmm. they're like, "Well, I haven't written a screenplay." No problem. I said even better because you're going to be able to come back and learn and know ahead of time sure. and save the time and energy. Right. Right.
0: So I get. We'll get I it. get you asked about well, like, it. Well, on that note. <laughs> Thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much this for inviting me. It's been lots it. of game, love lots it. of information for young writers and, and older writers and everybody to get information about. Um, what's, what's, what's up? What's next with uh, Sherwood Oaks? Uh, what's coming up?
3: What's we have, up? We have a, um, a seminar in uh, June 23rd through the 25th, <laughs> okay. and we also have one in uh, August. 11th right. through the the 13th and we may have another one coming up check our what, website
0: what's the special on the seminar like what is it uh who's going to be there what's
3: uh it like on the last the seminar, one was about
0: managers what's the, this, one? this
3: one is going to be it's the first day is going to be agents and managers okay. in beverly hills mm-hmm. and um we're uh, like our our lead is starting out with uh chris Lockhart, who's from william mm-hmm. morris endeavor It's my cousin and <laughs> yeah he's amazing and then we have um, a whole bunch of anywhere from Anita Hangstrom, mm-hmm. Nicholas uh, Bogner, Gary Glashan, Barry Cross. What What's fascinating about Gary mm-hmm. is he was um, Gary was part of Will Smith's production company. He's mm-hmm. been coming to show works for a long time. He's mm-hmm. now. Um, Vice President, Executive Vice President of a Shanghai-based Fundamental Films who's really? working with um, Mark Johnson. So they're doing this called China Black Chamber. And it's a spy thriller. That's the one he's kicking off right now. Mm. But it's fascinating because that's where the money's at. Yeah. So I, I'm really interested did we about tell you you that about people?
1: that. Yeah. Did we not tell you that did people? Did we not that We did a whole show did, And yeah. then
3: the next day, we're going to a studio lot to mm-hmm. meet with various producers. And um, I think... What's interesting there is there's I think there's six people, one from all the way from reality to someone who does um uh Shadamo who's done fun little movies, talks mm-hmm. about portable units, how he does movie mm-hmm. all the way from um Susan Johnston, uh, who just did the New Media Film Festival. Okay. Um then the, the, the Wednesday, we have a day with producers and writing experts. Mm-hmm. And what's going to be fascinating is we have um, someone who was on TED Talk who's a former Sherwood Oaks oh, cool. alumni from oh, yeah. the high school before really? there was the college there was actually a Sherwood Oaks there High was. School <laughs> in, and that's part of that
0: documentary that
3: y'all need to do yeah <laughs> and then, and then there, um, Michael Haig who also wow. started with Sherwood Oaks mm-hmm. um, Gary started Sid Field mm-hmm. and there's a really interesting story Gary's the one story. who told
0: Sid Field he should be teaching and he was like oh, I don't want to teach
3: I don't want to teach exactly. <laughs> exactly he was just like what am I here for Each So one. teach one mm-hmm. so um, you know we'd love to see you at Sherwood Oaks Film School if you ever um you How know want to shoot us an email us? you could um there's the the phone number is uh three two three eight five zero four 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 um you can also do a info at sherwood mm-hmm. Are
0: you guys on Twitter
3: we're on Twitter too it's under Sherwood Oaks uh-huh. and we're on uh Facebook Sherwood yeah. Oaks mm-hmm. so we're kind of and and anytime Everywhere. you guys Want to shoot an email? Um, that's the fastest for me. I'll get she back to you right on any question, you, I'll baby. get right back mm-hmm. to you usually within an hour or two if I can. Mm-hmm. Nice, so and within even an even later, oh, even <laughs> even later at night if I can, I will definitely okay, she jump hit on me your up the night. It was like one, two o'clock in the morning. Yeah. I'm like, girl, <laughs> I am not up this late. I got up to go pee <laughs> just for you, Hillard. <laughs> It oh It's God. been an honor, um, and it's so great to to meet you lisa and i really oh, appreciate thank you yeah, that's my because no, yes, literally like that was
1: my first introduction to hollywood, <laughs> hollywood was ladies and gentlemen it's hell it's hands-on gretel meets <laughs> <Hellraiser>. <laughs> and gary was like no <laughs> he said you need to go get some books and learn what a log line is no, and sure. know what a hook is and go do it and, and just to have that a couple of years ago for him to come up and says you did good Nah. Give me a car, kid. And I'm like, nah. yes! <laughs> I listened. Yeah, then, and then
3: I think, you know, that's the whole thing about being a doer. Mm-hmm. And I think watching He's both you, Lisa, and watching you, Hello- mm-hmm. you're doers. You're mm-hmm. making things happen. Mm-hmm. And I I love it. I'm very impressed. And to help other people do it, too.
0: You know, that's why we started this thing, you know, because we'd be teaching and... We're like, we need a, a better venue, you know, where mm-hmm. we can just really do so this excellent. and talk to and people really be ourselves. You've got to be a little filtered when you're teaching. Right. So we wanted to just, <laughs> you know, we just, you see, we just have a ball. We just go in. Dot our eyes, cross you know, our T's. But we're giving people real mm-hmm. talk, you know, on screenwriting and filmmaking and stories and stuff. You know, I think that's, it's missing. You know, I don't right. see anybody else doing it real. You know, it's much more so Christine. What was it like, yeah, it was more <laughs> you
3: know. I think what yeah, it's you you speak from the heart, yeah. and I think um one of the things that people used to say at you know Sherwood Oak's Film School is that they they feel like and we really work hard at this, like you feel like you're going into someone's living room and mm-hmm. talking on the the couch to mm-hmm. someone, and we try to really create that atmosphere Definitely. and that makes them more open mm-hmm. and that I think that's part of the whole secret, but okay. it's 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 challenging, you know. It's time consuming, but it's it's something that I think um, you know we've been able to kind of perfect. And I haven't okay, seen totally that in many other, other place. Okay. Legacy going. <laughs> Can that just be my clap back for today? Just basically being patient,
1: pleasant. Yeah, let me And Mm -hmm. persistent. That's it right there. Okay. That's it. The clapback is, look, Mm -hmm. take this from Gary Shoes. Take this from. The three P's. The three P's. (laughs) All right, writers, especially our baby writers out Mm -hmm. there, just remember that. Be patient, pleasant, and for God's sakes, don't be like me. And stop (laughs) faxing (laughs) Frank Darabont, who gave you the card and said, sure, you can come work for me, blah, blah, blah. (laughs) Be persistent, because uh, I probably could have been working on The Mist and giving him some coffee right now and texting and doing all that stuff. But I was not persistent in that moment. So don't be scared. Okay. Don't be scared to do that. Just yeah, do it's,
3: it. It's and I think one of the things about being pleasant is not doing the phone calls, but more writing because then you're allowing them to take more of the approach. Right. And sure. I think that's sure. that's key. And well, I we, hope to see you guys all at Sherwood Oaks. Definitely. Yes. We're going to have Film you school. back again. Yes. That would be awesome. You know, no yes. doubt. This is fun. Mm-hmm.
0: We just, you know, this is what we do. We <laughs> cool. would have did this whether we had this or not. Right. It's just you like, we're just going to sit here would've... and talk
1: and just hopefully yeah. like, people who are listening out there, especially those who feel like they don't know anybody and how to reach and just say, these are some of the tools, these are some of the, and the venues, and these are the people who help get us going. Mm-hmm. So definitely. And like I said, I was like really sad that I didn't realize that Gary had
3: passed on me. So... Yeah. You know, hey. Well, I'm we gonna... s- we know he, he's you his know spirit, still still his spirit. Oh his spirit is still here. His spirit's here, and Living I I still so many feel people. like mm-hmm. I mean uh, I still use Gary Shuset founder on my emails. Yeah, and, um, that's what's up. Yeah, that's what's up. So bad. I, I think that. it's um, you know. I, well, thank it, you for it keeping it alive. going because yeah.
0: other people would have been like, well, what are we going to do now? And mm-hmm. you're like, fucking, I'm keeping it going. We're going to keep yeah. it going. That was that was
3: actually his dying wish was. He's just like, more than anything, just, just keep going. And, what's, and then his point was, it was really interesting, is people were telling him and they said, oh, you know, Christine's got this class. And he goes, and then what's next? <laughs> it's so eerie, yeah. you know. That's right. You know? So writers take that. And that's what's next? Yeah.
1: Okay. Mm-hmm.
0: The three Ps and what's next. Mm-hmm. So where can they find you, Lisa Lisa? Uh, Twitter. But please don't
1: follow me on Twitter. <laughs> People, I'm trying to tell you. I'm trying to tell you. What you hear on here is what you get. And sometimes, you know, it's whatever it is. And so so pastors that are out there, please don't follow me. <laughs> <laughs> she gives pastor's following you know, her. they make it a tweet that's like, oh, so, you know, I might. Because sometimes I do, like, you know, posting up cute pictures that I see a little dog and stuff, mm-hmm. and a pastor will see that and think, "Oh, this seems like a nice, wonderful person," <laughs> and they follow me, and then they get the full reveal, and then it's like my feelings get hurt. So yes, I am on Twitter. <laughs> oh, you know what? Come, be brave. I go ahead them come look. Be, come, come on, on. Come look, <laughs> come look. <laughs> come, Buckle up. Okay. Bring your helmet. <laughs> Lisa
0: Bola-Kaja. Okay, you can yeah, me on Twitter. And <laughs> um, I'm just gonna say special thanks um, again to you. I'm telling all you listeners out there, all you young listeners, older listeners, anybody coming to L.A., you want to go check out um, Sherwood Oaks. You guys can get on a lot. <laughs> you can meet the agents. You can, I mean, it's all hands-on stuff. That's you know, true. They're in your face. You're shaking their hands. It's not just 900 people in a room. So please go check them out. Um, also, coming up in July, um, Screenplay Festival, I want you guys to submit. Um, they're also on Twitter. Uh, Screenplay Fest uh, On Twitter Um, Again, I'm Hilliard Guess I'm your host, I'm on Twitter, Facebook Instagram, everybody else's cousin Um, (laughs) (laughs) All of that stuff And uh, so We will see you guys soon, thank you again Christine, Lisa, great show What we do, we keep it street We keep it opinionated And we keep it what? 100 people Peace y'all Ciao ciao
1: Everyone got one, what's your opinion? This is the Ram Room, tongues won't be bitten Ain't no rules, just spill it, and anybody can get it No limit, we get to
0: kill it, You tuning into to the realest And no, ain't no stopping, no. any topic, even the random. I hope that you ready, we entering in the zone
2: soon We only grown ship. welcome to the ramp Room That's it, that's all I got to say